Don't go in the woods. Sounds like a command from a parent to a young child. No, it's an order from the head of government in the Canadian province of Nova Scotia. Wildfires came early. No rain is in sight. Fires are out of control. A spark carried from a campfire, a cigarette butt tossed out of a window. With all the wildfires, most of them caused by humans, the government of a Canadian province has ordered people to stay out of the woods. No hiking, camping, fishing. A burn ban also in effect. Fires in the west of North America are coming sooner and more frequently every year, it seems. With June just beginning, it's already been a brutal fire season in the Pacific Northwest of the USA and Canada. Air quality from smoke impacts everyone, carried far by atmospheric winds. Lift up your eyes to the sky, which will vanish like smoke. His salvation will be forever. Welcome to Haven Today. You're on Thursday, and I'm Charles Morris, where we share the great story together. That's all about Jesus. And we're in this series this week called The Gospel in Narnia. And today we're going to go back to the voyage of the Don Treader in the Narnia Tales. It takes us on an incredible journey through the Christian life. It's ups, but it's also downs, dark moments and moments of light and redemption. Today we're going to look at what begins as a frightening story But it ends full of hope. About nine the next morning, very suddenly, it was so close that they could see that it was not land at all, nor even in an ordinary sense, a mist. It was a darkness. It's rather hard to describe. But you can imagine what it was like if you think of yourself looking into the mouth of a railway tunnel, a tunnel either so long or so twisty that you can't see the light at the far end. It was just so here. For a few feet in front of their bows, they could see the swell of the bright, greenish-blue water. Beyond that, they could see the water looking pale and grey, as it would look late in the evening. And beyond that again, utter blackness, as if they'd come to the edge of a moonless and starless night. A little piece from Focus on the Family's radio theater production of the Chronicles of Narnia. Please stick around. We're going to hear more from the Voyage of the Dawn Treader, and we'll look at several scriptures that remind us that even in the darkest times of life, Jesus is with us and brings us comfort. And then after the program, I would like to send you the special edition collector's tin, including the audio production from all seven of C.S. Lewis's Narnia books, nearly 22 hours, and I'll send it to you with our thanks for your gift to this listener-supported ministry. C.S. Lewis wrote the stories with Christian themes. It's a great way to start conversations with kids, but also grown-ups on the great story that's all about Jesus. As you listen, I believe it'll resonate with your faith in Jesus and bring you great joy. Why don't you call us after the program and make a minimum gift, more if you can, to the ministry, and call 800-654-2836. 800 
1-800-654-2836. Or listen to samples from this collector's tin of CDs and make your gift by visiting us at haventoday.org. That's H-A-V-E-N-T-O-D-A-Y, haventoday.org. Now let's open the program with Ryan Stevenson and Eye of the Storm. When the solid ground is falling out from underneath my feet Between the black skies and my red eyes I can barely see And when I'm feeling like I've been let down by my friends and my family I can hear the rain reminding me In the eye of the storm You remain in control In the middle of the war You guard my soul You alone are the anchor When my sails are torn Your love surrounds me In the eye of the storm Mm -hmm. When my hopes and dreams are far from me And I'm running out of faith See the future, I picture, slowly fade away. And when the tears of pain and heartache are pouring down my face, I find my peace in Jesus' name. In the eye of the storm, you remain in control. In the middle of the war, you guard my soul. You I just don't know how I'm gonna make ends meet I did my best, now I'm scared to death That we might lose everything And when a sickness takes my child away And there's nothing I can do My only hope is to trust you I trust you, Lord In the eye of the storm You remain in control In the middle of the war, you guard my soul. You alone are the anchor when my sails are torn. Your love surrounds me in the eye of the storm. Well, we've all faced storms in our lives, haven't we? But as Ryan Stevenson just reminded us, Jesus' love surrounds us, even in the eye of the storm. And this is Haven Today in a series called The Gospel in Narnia. I'm Charles Morris. This world we're living in is incredibly broken, but some storms never make the news. But they change our lives forever. A son or a daughter, 
dying in a car wreck, a string of miscarriages, an economic downturn that ruins a small business owner, and the list just goes on, and it happens to Christians too. What are we to make of the suffering that we face in this life? Even though we believe in Jesus, we follow him, how can we hold fast and true to Jesus and keep our faith, even when our worst nightmares come true? C.S. Lewis captured that experience in the Christian life in this book, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, in a chapter called The Dark Island. I want you to listen to part of that story. At the moment when the travelers found a man who had been trapped in the darkness for a very long time. This captures the horrors that we sometimes can face even in our own Christian lives. And we'll turn to Scripture together then to see what hope the Lord gives his people in dark times. What is the danger? This is the island where dreams come true. Now fly from here! What could be wrong with an island where dreams come true? (laughs) My very thought when I came to be here, and I'd better have been drowned or never born. Do you hear what I say? This is where dreams, dreams, do you understand, come to life, come real. Not daydreams or wishes, but dreams, nightmares. Quick, men! Back to the oars! Jenny and turn the tiller around! Quickly! Your Majesty! Are you going to tolerate this mutiny? This ultronery? This is a panic! This is a rout! You can say what you like, Reapy Chief! Row! Row! Pull for all our lives! Is her head right, Jinian? Majesty! No, Reapy Chief! There are some things no man can face. It is then my good fortune not to be a man. Oh, 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 Edmund. Do do you hear a noise like... like a huge pair of scissors opening and shutting somewhere over there? Quiet! I can hear them calling up the sides of the ship. What? Shh, shh, shh. It's going to settle on the mast. Lucy from Upper Loft had heard it all. In an instant, one of her own dreams, which she tried hardest to forget, came back to her as vividly as if she'd only just woken. So that was what was behind them, on the island, in the darkness. For a second, she wanted to go down to the deck and be with Edmund and Caspian, but what was the use? If dreams began coming true... Edmund and Caspian themselves might turn into something horrible just as she reached. She grabbed the rail to steady herself. Julian! How long did we take rowing in? I mean rowing to where we picked up the stranger. Five minutes, perhaps. Why? Because we've been more than that already trying to get out. We should never get out! Never! He's steering us wrong! Throw it! Put your energy in your rowing, not your panic. That's it, of course. We shall never get out. What a fool I was to have thought they would let me go as easily as that. No, no. We shall never get out. Quiet, you. We don't need your fear. Lucy leant her head on the edge of the fighting top and whispered. Oh, Aslan. Aslan, if you ever loved us at all, please send us help now. Please. What an intense scene from Focus and the Family's dramatization of... The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, part of the Chronicles of Narnia. The chaos that unfolds 
as Don Treader sails into the darkness. It's a sobering reminder that the Christian life is not always calm, not always peaceful. The Psalms remind us of that in their own way. Time and again, the psalmist cries out for mercy, like the wild man pulled aboard the ship, so desperate that they had despaired of life, suffering, sometimes on the run for their life. In Second Corinthians, Paul the Apostle writes of an experience that left his band of missionary companions feeling defeated. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles we experienced in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired of life itself. It's no secret in Scripture that even believers will suffer in this life. But thankfully, we receive promises that reassure us in the dark moments of our journey, even in the moments when it seems like our worst nightmares have come true. Let's take a look at just a handful of these promises from Scripture. First, we're promised that no matter how dark things may seem, there is hope for those who trust in Christ, because his people can never be separated from his love. God's word says, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's Romans 8, and a very famous verse 38. The reasoning behind what verse 38 is based on is found just before that in verse 32. It's rock solid and full of gospel hope. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? A second thing that gives Christians hope in the darkness is to know that it hasn't taken God by surprise. God knows what will happen. In Jesus' letter to the church at Smyrna in Revelation 2, he tells them, Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you, and you will suffer persecution for ten days. Be faithful, even to the point of death and I will give you life as your victor's crown. Not only does our Lord know what will happen, but he's sovereign over every moment of our lives. There's a verse that we sometimes throw around too lightly, I fear, as if throwing a Bible verse at someone who's suffering will just make everything better. But the wonderful truth of this verse is immensely comforting when we take it to heart, when it seems like the worst has happened. And I'm thinking of another verse in Romans 8, verse 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. This verse doesn't say that all things are good, but that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Finally, as Christians, we can find hope in Christ's presence with us. We can find it always. C.S. Lewis illustrates Christ's comforting, guiding presence with us by his spirit in the story of the Dark Island. When a little girl, Lucy, cries out for help to Aslan, the Christ figure in Narnia. Aslan, Aslan, if you ever loved us at all, please send us help now. Please. Oh. Look, 
A light! I can see a light! There was a tiny speck of light ahead. And while they watched, a broad beam of light fell from it upon the ship. It didn't alter the surrounding darkness, but the whole ship was lit up as if by a searchlight. Caspian blinked, stared round, saw the faces of his companions, all with wild, fixed expressions. Everyone was staring in the same direction. Lucy looked along the beam and presently saw something in it. At first, it looked like a cross, then it looked like an aeroplane, then it looked like a kite. And at last, with a whirring of wings, it was right overhead. It was an albatross. It circled three times around the mast and then perched for an instant on the crest of the gilded dragon on the prow. It called out in a strong, sweet voice what seemed to be words, though no one understood them. After that, it spread its wings, rose, and began to fly slowly ahead, bearing a little to starboard. Drinian! Steer after that bird! Already done, Your Majesty! But no one except Lucy knew that as it circled the mast, it had whispered to her... In a few moments, the darkness turned into a greyness ahead. And then, almost before they had dared to begin hoping, they had shot out into the sunlight and were in the warm, blue world again. And all at once, everybody realized that there was nothing to be afraid of and never had been. Courage, dear one. That's what Aslan whispered to Lucy as he guided them through the darkness. In the Old Testament, when Joshua was on the brink of the Promised Land, taking up Moses' mantle to lead God's people home, he received a command, as well as a promise. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9 do those words remind you of anything in the New Testament? It was the parting promise Christ gave his disciples as they were on the brink of starting their own journey, a journey where their Savior would no longer be standing next to them on earth. But he wasn't leaving them alone. He would always be with them. Matthew twenty-eight twenty, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. You call me out upon
This is Haven Today, a series this week, The Gospel in Narnia. I hope you've enjoyed hearing some of the excerpts from this radio drama of the Chronicles of Narnia. It's really a high-end production. And even greater, I hope you were encouraged by the scriptures we just shared together. No matter what storms you're experiencing in life right now, you can cry out to Jesus because he is the great comforter. And I guess in many ways, that's what I like about this audio drama that we have for you based on the Chronicles of Narnia. Many have read these stories as a child. I read them to my children. And then there's the shock reading them as an adult to see how much of the gospel is hidden in C.S. Lewis's rich allegories. And I know you'll be blessed in the same way when you listen. This series was recorded in London with cinema-quality sound and all-star cast, and with your set that I'd like to send you, you'll hear the action play out in your mind, and you'll sense these gospel truths resonating with your faith as you listen. So many people have already been in touch with us the past several days to get their copy of this 19-disc set in a special collector's tin. There's Virginia in Pennsylvania, 
She said she's read the Narnia books before, but have really enjoyed the dramatic version that she's heard on the radio. Thanks for making this available. Well, you're welcome, Virginia. And thank you for your generosity and helping us continue to share the great story on your local station there in Pennsylvania, as well as with millions of others around the world that listen every week. Why don't you pray about supporting Haven today, just like Virginia? We're not a large organization with very wealthy underwriting. No, we're 100% supported by friends like you. So if you've been blessed by this program and maybe our anchor devotional or our online blog, please just pray about making your gift and then call us right now at 800-654-2836. That's 800-654-2836. Or go online and listen to samples from the production and then you can make your minimal gift. And our web address is haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And just a quick reminder, we still have the Chosen TV series on DVD for your gift to the ministry. Ask about it when you call or check out some of the videos and podcasts we've done with its creator, Dallas Jenkins, at haventoday.org. My name is Charles Morris, and I'm so thankful you joined me. Won't you come back again with me tomorrow? When again, we'll be sharing together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. In the final book of the Old Testament, Malachi 3 speaks of a coming messenger who would purify and refine God's people. He would be preparation for the ultimate cleansing. That messenger was John the Baptist, who prepared the way for Jesus, the true messenger of the Lord. Jesus came to purify and refine us, not through external rituals, but through the transforming power of his grace. As we surrender ourselves to him, he purifies our hearts and refines our character. By faith, we have to let him do this work, trusting in Christ's steadfast love and Hesed, his covenant faithfulness to bring us all to completion. In Him alone, our lives can reflect the beauty and holiness of Christ. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit GetAnchor.com.